Life happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Okay, it's that time again, the big interview. Today, we have none other than renowned Professor Pitigan Tuli. He's a sculptor. He is somebody who is a poet. I mean, I think it's quite, it's minimalizing. Minimalizing his, uh, his contribution to this country if we leave it at that. I think his contribution here is immense. And I'm sure you may have heard him earlier on on the show discussing um, the legacy of Steve Biko. You may have heard him discussing xenophobic attacks somewhere else and all sorts of issues around heritage. So for me, I mean, I just think you're an all-round fantastic South African. Thank you for coming. No, thank you very much. And to <laughs> you, the listeners. You are busy. You are busy. You're not giving up yet. No, 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 no. There is no option. There's just one word I've never understood, retirement. And and I don't think you should worry about that because you, you are healthy and all of that. Mm. How is your health? Very embarrassingly well. <laughs> I like that. Embarrassingly well. Yes. Embarrassingly well. You had a scare not so long ago. You had a cancer scare. Yes. I I had a cancer scare and colorectal uh, cancer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Luckily, the ancestors intervened. It didn't uh, spread. Mm -hmm. And I'm just as good as I want to be. But I'm told it wasn't just the ancestors. You gave that, that tumor a talking to. So when they told you that there is there's this, a tumor, you said, okay, let me see. Give it to me to inspect it. What were you looking to see? I just wanted to see if this tumor is going to lo- look like a painting or it's going to look like a sculpture or whether it would uh, in- inspire me to write uh, <laughs> a, 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 a poem about it. Yes. Uh, uh, like... You are part of me, then you became an Ascari, feeding on my blood, threatening my health. Now I hold you in my hand. Since you are part of me, I cannot disregard you. You've done your part. I took it home yes. and buried it in my garden. What did it look like? Oh, it looked very well. It looks very red. There's a little bit of a, 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 a you know, pink. When you look at it, you couldn't see that something like this could lead to death. But yes. I thought it would lead to some form of creativity, but nonetheless. Yes, I ask because you were looking to see where it was going to lead you, whether it's going to, you know, look like something you could paint or sculpture or something. Mm. So it, it was insignificant, ultimately. Yeah, yeah, it was insignificant, ultimately. Buried in the ground and it was gone. Just gone. You commanded it to go, didn't you? I commanded it uh, to go because I don't want little negativities around me. <laughs> they distract me from uh, at the point of loving life and loving people and loving my country. Yes. The, the, the love. I, I want to hold on to that love bit mm-hmm. because you have the most romantic story, one of the most romantic stories I've heard in a long time with um, the love of your life, Antoinette. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I, I love how you two met. Do you want to share that with us? Yeah, we met uh, in London when I was in, uh, uh, in exile. Yes. And there was an exhibition in a place called Africa Center yes. uh, in Covent Garden. Yes. And as I was going to see this exhibition by a guy called uh, Abladi Glover from Ghana, yes. uh, there was this uh, woman standing uh, you know, there, and I asked her if she could uh, help me uh, interpret art. I'm but, just but you didn't really need help, did you? 
I'm a, I've been as a South African <laughs> refugee, a, you know, black person, no hal. <laughs> Never. And uh, she took me and showed me the, uh, you know, the paintings. Yes. And within the, uh, the course of that, uh, it just became clear that it's not going to end there. <laughs> She was waiting for somebody else, though, wasn't she? No, she was. Wait, she was waiting. She was waiting for a. Uh, she was waiting for a boyfriend uh, who was late. But we were such fun and, and laughing. The two of us, we decided to go and have uh, a you know, dinner together. What happened to the yeah. boyfriend? You know, as we're leaving, there comes the boyfriend uh, with uh, with apologies. And what Antoinette did, he said, "Oh no, we are going to have a meal. That you mind joining us?" The guy looked at me just once and decided decided that uh, he has something else to do, probably to feed his cat, so he left us alone. We have never heard of him then. We saw him subsequently, you know, up in the streets, and he became a good friend. When you eventually decided to come to South Africa, what did you promise Antoinette was in South Africa? I promised Antoinette that uh, she'll be coming to... The land of milk and the, honey? The land of beauty and power. <laughs> so powerful, so beautiful. <laughs> so, Alan Payton's land. Uh, yes. yes. So when she arrived uh, at the airport, first thing she said, ah, now I'm going to see this beautiful country you speak uh, about. I said, fine. So we got into the car and we're driving to Emalacheni <laughs> through the most Terribly depressing <laughs> a, a, a thing, and she looked at me and said to him, You're such a very brilliant liar. liar. Is that the beauty that you tell me? <laughs> I had to borrow money and all of these things and take it to the hole in the wall to anywhere else just to cleanse my name. I don't want any negativities uh, around me and, and my integrity. I'm, I'm afraid to ask, has the country redeemed itself to her? No, the country has redeemed itself uh, to her. So uh, we love it, we visit it, we just go to different parts uh, of it and just feel uh, that our ancestors have left us something very beautiful to admire and to live in. Yeah. I, I want to just take us back a little bit to, you know, when you left South Africa and, and the time in which you left South Africa. I mean, you didn't finish matric. No, 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 no. The South African government didn't want me to be educated. Yeah, yeah. yeah because uh, as I was preparing to write my uh, exams, I wrote English and physics. Mm -hmm. And just after that, then uh, I was detained. No, no, no. But, but you were also agitating. I mean, you were writing stuff. You were writing Yeah, no, I was writing stuff. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I was reciting uh, uh, you know, staff. Uh, I was building up uh, a following. Uh, you know, up at uh, uh, the school. Uh, I, I was taking, uh, you know, points at the principal, the government, and uh, everything. I was really enjoying myself. So, so who 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 ratted on you? Because I mean, there was no Twitter then. You know, things didn't go viral. You were writing poetry about the cock. Yeah, no. But what happened is that when you. Uh, we're studying during those days. Yes. You have to learn poetry. Yes. If I wrote that, yes. you must recite it. Yes. Then you get marks out of it. Yeah. So when I was uh, to uh, uh, to do mine, I chose a poem by uh, Robert Campbell mm -hmm. that says, "Breathe is there a man with a soul so dead, who never to himself had said, this." is my native land. Through that poetry, I was claiming the land of my ancestors 
uh, the land that I really believed in. Then they look at uh, me, they said, this is a subversive. We have to stop him right here and now. Mm. Poetry had been in your blood for, for, for a long, long time. So this was not the beginning of poetry for you. Was the father the influence for you? My father was a very big influence. My father was a, a fire and a brimstone uh, 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 in a preacher. Mm. Uh, he, he preached in, uh, uh, in poetry. Mm. Just like my brother, we buried, uh, you know, in... Uh, uh, in in February, yeah. uh, that's the one who really took after him in terms of preaching. Mm-hmm. So when my father takes the podium to to preach, you know you are going to listen to poetry, yeah. whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Even if you are the subject of uh, sin, because my father was very good. Yes. If any of our brothers. Uh, got a little bit naughty and and, and their neighbors reported that they are naughty, he's not going to chastise them or to to do anything. He'll wait until on Sunday when all the community is there Mm. and then pick up his uh, sermon about somebody (laughs) uh, who disregarded the norms of society (laughs) and, and, and community. And, and put it with so much passion and this, <laughs> you could hear the people saying shame and then if you are the victim and look at my look brothers at I see them I, I, I could see them cringing I said oh this guy I, I must grow up and be like him <laughs> Oh, no, he, he waited for the perfect moment. Look, you know, I, I know that love for English and poetry was wonderful in the sense that you played around and agitated with it and so on. But but it came to a point where, it, you know, it wasn't funny anymore. When you were detained, that wasn't that wasn't good. That wasn't funny. It was difficult. Yeah, no, because what happened uh, that uh, mid uh, you know, 70s, yes. uh, they uh, arrested Zef Mutuping, mm. who was the leader of the PAC and 18 other people. Mm and uh, charged them with uh, treason mm. and the treason was to take place uh, the trial was to take place in bethel mm. uh, which was a, a farming town somewhere in order to keep the international pressure mm. uh, away so that even the local people did not know, uh, know. It, yeah. unlike the earlier uh, you know treason trial of uh, mandela and the mm. other people that was in pretoria and mm. everybody knew so this one was a very serious and a very 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 hidden one mm-hmm. so while they were charging these people then they suddenly realized that the 18 people they were charging there and they were prosecuting mm-hmm. uh, were not as bad mm. as those people who trained some of them yeah. who were just across uh, the, border. the border in in Swaziland so they ordered the South, South African uh, with the Swazi you know government to uh, uh, arrest and detain us so we were in detention uh, the whole of 1978 in the death cells, maximum security in uh, a prison, no water, no running water, and you know, nothing. You, you use a bucket, you use you know, practical everything, no visitor, no one talks to you. They talk about you mm-hmm. uh, while you are in here. When we are about to sleep, mm-hmm. you see two prison orders saying, Hey, do you know so and so? Is fighting for his country, he's arrested in here, but hey, you do not know what his uh, girlfriend is doing, uh, mm. you know, outside. Mm. Shame, this is a shame. Mm. And people who didn't, who didn't trust mm. the, their partners it would crumble because that's what the waters are, are doing. Yes, to, to, I to, mean, to psychological you. warfare. Yeah, so psychological warfare. 
And uh, when they come to you and said, you said, listen, you can believe that propaganda of yours for me is absolutely a wasted, uh, you know, time. Just forget about it. Your art kept you alive, I think. Yeah, yeah, it did. I mean, what kept my sanity Mm -hmm. was, you know, to sit down in a room, tiny room, just about two sizes of a small bed. Mm. With high windows there, you can't even reach the you know, you know the bars. Mm. And I said, "What am I going to do here, day in day out?" Mm. Besides, that we don't even know mm. Wh- what when, day it you know, is, are, what time it is. going to be released yes. uh, you know, in it. I thought maybe after a week we will be tried or whatever. But there was no charge mm. and there was uh, uh, nothing. A month passes, and another month passes. Six months passes. Were you able to keep track of the days and the and the time? Yeah, you find ways of of keeping track of the, of the time, but it was very, very, very difficult. So in order to keep my mind going, I began struggling to remember the poems mm. I had learned uh, mm. at school, uh, to remember the uh, the praise songs mm. of uh, the, uh, the Zulu kings. Mm. Uh, I, I had to know seven praise songs of the Zulu kings. In me. I had to go through mm. the poetry I had learned uh, at school, remember every bit of what I've done, and then begin to analyze a poem that we have remembered line by line, stanza, uh, you know, by mm. stanza, you know, to keep you sane. Yeah, to, to keep, keep you sane. Yeah. Me, it helped me a great deal, you know, because. I maintained my very good slim figure. I was slimmer than when uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I even put up a little bit of weight when my other comrades were losing their weight because I was actually feeling free. Hmm. Then another thing that helped me was I discovered an ant mm-hmm. uh, in it where I used to eat. Then there was an ant there. Mm-hmm. Uh, for five days, I was following the movement of the ant the whole day where it is uh, going to do. Some water saw me and realized there was something, you know, in it. And they went in there and they doomed the place oh. and killed my and killed my, my and they killed my ant. That's desperate, though. I mean, that was very, desperate. very, very bad. That's yeah. cruelty. No, that is cruelty. But you did other things as well there. You continued to sculpt in the prison. Well, yeah, I continued to sculpt, you know, in the prison. You know, when they gave me soap, I uh, used uh, one of my fingers in order to carve little statues out of my sunlight, uh, uh, you know, soap. Yes. When they gave uh, me bread uh, or, or papa, mm. I will squeeze and compress these and make little statues, uh, you know, out of them. And then when I'm hungry, I'll start eating my little artworks, uh, one after uh, one after another, and and please with myself. Wow, the voices on the other side though were also quite terrifying. Yes, on the other side there because uh, I remember this time it was uh, April, mm-hmm. and April was the time when uh, in Swaziland the death sentences were carried out. Mm-hmm. So there were a number of people there that were going to be uh, you know strung up. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys that was there uh, was a friend mm-hmm. uh, who killed um, some Portuguese employer of uh, 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 in, in, you know his. I remember I think the, I think the guy sexual assaulted his wife and daughter and whatever else it is. It was a very mecky, yeah. you know, thing. But he was sentenced to, uh, you know, to death yeah. most probably because it was a very white person, mm. and we were not allowed even to go for exercise mm. you have to exercise in your room if you mm. want to mm. 
But on one day there, they released us to uh, go and do the exercise. We were so excited wow. that at least we are going to get fresh air. We are yeah. going to be outside. So they said, the rest of you can go here. Mm-hmm. And then they said to me, you can go and exercise. I said, why are you choosing me alone? Mm-hmm. They said, that's, those are instructions. Mm. So I was there kind of exercising on my own. And as I'm exercising on my own, I see this tall guy across there mm-hmm. who is a friend of mine who was going to be, uh, who was going to be hung. Mm. They wanted me to see him, oh. you know, and to be... Sure. Uh, uh, you, you know, there, you know that? Yeah, that's, that's human that's, cruelty. That's, trauma, yeah. Yeah. that's human cruelty. Yeah. But, you, but what you do, you're telling yourself is that I am here, you know, because I believe in my country, I believe in my people, and we want to be free. So that we don't experience what we're experiencing at that particular moment. Did you think the country would ever be free in those moments? No. No. Uh, I never thought that uh, it would be free, maybe in uh, our lifetime, mm. although the rhetoric and everything, that's what we're actually pushing. But when you really looked at it, we're mm. dealing with a, a military industrial uh, in a complex, mm. you know, backed by the by the UK, by America, by France, by all of these, uh, 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 you know, people. Mm. And uh, you know, simultaneously, education is geared against us, our own independence, our own self, sense of pride and everything. We never thought that uh, ultimately it's going to be, all we are saying is that we are going to make it very impossible you know, for them. When we were in exile, then we said, let's mobilize the people in France, UK, America, so that they should uh, put pressure on their own governments, so that their governments can yeah. put pressure yeah. on, uh, uh, on our government, which is what eventually yeah, I mean, happened. The, mo- the modus operandi was to get the people on the ground to make enough noise for their governments to recognize as a problem. It wasn't through governments. It was through the people. I mean, that yeah. was the... the no, it was very... It was through... Uh, it was through the people. Yeah. And for me, it was also very, 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 very personal, you know, mm. because when I was in Swaziland and making art, it was a time of uh, the uh, American Peace Corps and the British volunteer young people when they take up a, 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 a gap year. Mm-hmm. And because I was uh, sculpting outside, yes. so I had to make friends with a lot of these uh, white people uh, who were in the country. Mm-hmm. When they heard that I was arrested, Mm -hmm. then they started uh, agitating. They went to Amnesty International, Mm -hmm. they went to Index on on censorship Mm -hmm. and began publicizing my poems, my art, Mm -hmm. and and that I'm I'm detained and I'm arrested Mm -hmm. and so on. That's one of the things that really forced uh, them to uh, deport uh, Mm -hmm. uh, me and some of my people to the UK. Uh, someone was sent into Greece, one to Canada, but there nonetheless. Was, there was a sense of grace, I think, because, you know, for somebody who had to leave school, who ends up in this prison in Swaziland, and, and by the grace of a couple of people, someone talks to somebody, somebody talks to somebody, then they organize some money for you to go study. I mean, that, that was quite remarkable. No, no, that was very, very, very remarkable. I mean, I was very lucky that... Uh, 
Uh, I happened to be a, a teacher in a primary school teaching King Sopusa the uh, second in the children. Mm. And the children, I think, when they go back telling their parents, their mothers, uh, how they spend the day with me, the king got interested in uh, me, uh, in me mm. and then invited me to question me about uh, uh, what am I teaching in his children and so on and so <laughs> forth. But it led to a point where I ended up uh, as one of his chief spies Mm-hmm. Uh, about his own cabinet and their relationship with the South African mm-hmm. uh, government. Uh, then visiting American, uh, you know, professor, you know, professor, uh, you know, Lewis, saw my artwork and decided that uh, my work was so very good and wanted to find out as to where did I do my postgraduate in <laughs> art, and which I didn't have. Yes. I didn't have the matrix, yes. uh, you know, it is. Then I said, no, 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 no. I'm just a, a guy that's given this talent by my ancestors. Mm-hmm. He said, no, 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 you need to uh, to study. I can organize to take you to, uh, you know, to the United States of America. You know, I'm intrigued because you refer to this a lot. You're, you're, you're drawing your talent from your ancestors. And I'm intrigued by that because you've, stu- you've since studied. I mean, you've gone on to study mm-hmm. now. But, but I am amazed and intrigued by the um, credit that you give to the ancestors as opposed to the education? Yeah, I'll tell you why. You know, because uh, with us, uh, particularly the Nguni people, yes. I've got my praise songs, right? Yes. I am Pitika Gantelaga, Sompisikam Salelaga, Noma Shingila, and the rest of that. The yes. whole line of the people that actually came, uh, uh, you know, before, before you. you know, before me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very, very, very important. Yes. In that, I share uh, the same uh, 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 life with Jesus Christ. When you go to uh, Matthew chapter one, this is the house of Jesus Christ, the son of David, David, yes. because David, yes. uh, and the rest of that. Yes. So that kind of a line for me is very, very, very important. Mm-hmm. Those kind of songs because if you have to judge me you have to judge me according to how all those great warriors and healers what they did they spoke truth to power mm-hmm. they were not afraid of anything they were actually themselves mm-hmm. so when i say my praise songs i'm saying judge me according to those people that actually came those are my ancestors i'm just an extension mm-hmm. of, of who they are i might even very well be a reincarnation mm-hmm. of one of them which, which leads us to the, the thing about education. So your purpose for studying was very different. You wanted to get something else out of education, not the talent. You yeah. knew you had the talent. Yeah, no, I mean, I did. Uh, it, it wasn't the certificate that I really wanted. Mm. I was cooked up in Swaziland. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go to Mozambique. I couldn't <laughs> go anywhere. And I was just cooked there. When the chance to go to... Uh, in America mm-hmm. to see the world mm-hmm. uh, for me was how big America is and when I'm getting there how many people am I going to mobilize uh, against uh, uh, South Africa within a week of my arrival I joined a student uh, a union that was run by Stoklik Michael uh, I got straight into I got straight into politics so that even those who gave me the scholarship uh, you know in America uh, had to withdraw they had to revisit <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone comes from death row, literally, yeah. uh, is given an opportunity to escape the prison, 
Yeah. And, and very quickly, you are right back into your old habits. No, no. I mean, if you come actually from prison, you are the one who can speak more eloquently, more forcefully about freedom, isn't it? Yes. And so America, uh, you know, became a, a, a scope for, yeah. uh, you know, for... Uh, you know, for me, mm-hmm. that's why I met you know people like uh, uh, Professor Walise Rute. Mm-hmm. Uh, together with him, we had to travel campuses throughout uh, the United States of uh, America, getting mm-hmm. the young people, uh, you, you, you know, to move poets uh, and musicians. Yes. Yeah, I'm in conversation with Professor Pitikantuli and he's with me all the way until 3 o'clock. You're more than welcome to join in this conversation. 0891-104-207 is the number to dial. It's now 2.30. Let's get the very latest of the headlines with Utzilia Sako. Let's have the conversation. WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. I'm in conversation with Professor Peter Gantuli, who is with me. And uh, what are we doing? We're just shooting the breeze, I suppose. We're <laughs> doing it all the way until three o'clock. And I've said, I'm opening the lines, 891 We've kind of paused where he gets to America and agitates again and kind of gets his uh, scholarship, uh, you know, they, 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 they think about it and they think, no, I think we made a mistake with this fellow. And Amnesty International starts thinking, we don't show, we're not so sure about this guy. But before we continue with our conversation, Prof, I mean, many people see you as a custodian of our heritage, of our culture, and so on. So we've got a, an SMS here, and it says, Hi, Pamelo, does Pitikantuli have any idea about the origins of Ngobe, Foloma, or Mtafeni tribe? Please help. The, what's the first one? Ngobe. Yeah, Ngobe. Bomzilangata. Uh, and kata is something uh, that you push in your head when you are carrying something heavy, mm-hmm. like in kata, you know, through the movement. Mm-hmm. So the Nubes yes. uh, are part of the Nguni people that, that uh, you know, moved away from the Congo and the Lake districts over the centuries mm-hmm. and uh, ended up uh, here as the Nguni people. That's mm-hmm. why they call them now Ngube. Mzilangata means those that do not carry anything to caution, ah, you know ah. themselves, you know from, uh, you know from it. Oh, the, the, yeah. I mean, is there a connection between Ngube and Foloma, or Matafeni? Matafeni is another um, name that he references here. Yeah. No. What happens is that normally you've got uh, 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 the different brothers. Yes. That go separate uh, ways from their own little clans, mm-hmm. but in the end, they end up as uh, a one. For instance, you talk about the Laminis. Yes. Three brothers uh, are, are moving down from the Lake Districts. They see an elephant mm-hmm. uh, that is wounded and mm-hmm. it's, it's dying, mm-hmm. and they are hungry, and they've been walking for months mm-hmm. without food. Mm-hmm. So they said, oh, there is an elephant, let's kill the elephant and then let's uh, eat it. Mm. The older, the younger brother says, no, wait a minute, you can't do it now. Maybe it's a trap. The mm. people who live here saw us mm. and they know we are hungry. They are going to do that. When we go there, they'll ambush us. Mm. Then the son said, we we'll put spies around. So they put spies around, they kill the, the elephant. Mm-hmm. They said, but we can't eat now, let's wait until it is dark. Uh, then we can eat mm-hmm. our food, you know, peacefully. Mm. The older brother insisted that we are eating now. <laughs> uh, mm. That's how he came up to be called Lamini, okay. the one who eats during the day. Yay. And then after they've stayed there for some time, 
the two brothers, uh, then he said, let's continue to where we are going to. One of the brothers said, no, I'm not going away. I'm staying here. This place is rich. I mean, we see nobody in here. We are not taking anybody's land. Mm-hmm. When he decided to stay there, mm-hmm. then they renamed him now. They said, Mashalela. When you get the Mashalela group on the other side in there, Mashalela is a brother of Lamini. Gotcha. So the youngest brother went with Lamini. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, irritated Lamini. Lamini sent him back to Masalela. Irritated Masalela. Masalela sent him back. In Swati, mm-hmm. he, uh, when you move from one place back and forth, mm-hmm. you, we are Zia. Mm-hmm. Meaning you are going back and forth. Mm-hmm. The younger brother was then called Mazia. Mm-hmm. So Mazia, Masalela, Lamini are brothers. Mm-hmm. So through language, you can get now yeah. when you go back as to whether who was Foloma, who was Ngube, and so on. Through language, you can unpack all of those things. Lovely. Uh, this is an open conversation, and I, I do implore you to give us a call on 891 104207 We're going to go to Dugaza. You're calling us from Woodbank. Good afternoon. Is it Dugaza? It's Dugaza Gantuli. Dugaza Gantuli, welcome to the show. Sure, thanks. And I've got two questions for the prof. Mm. Today is the 42nd anniversary. Hello? Yes, we're, we're listening. We're right here. Yeah, today is the 42nd anniversary on the death of Steve Biko. There's a piece of art that I've seen called The Impossibilities of Defeat the Fallen Hero by the prof. And I want the prof to elaborate much on that particular uh, topic. And the second one is when he was in death row in Swaziland. I read an article where he says that he used to, they used to bang his door against the wall and then use his blood to write the poems of hope. It's where open veins, backbone of a struggle was conceived. Can you elaborate more on that? Because it's too poetic and too intellectual for a person of my little understanding. <laughs> There's a lot of urban legend about what happened in Swaziland. What actually happened? No, yeah. Uh, Female, uh, we are not uh, aware of this. Yes. That guy that's speaking there is mm. my firstborn son. <laughs> he is my firstborn son. Yes. The work of art speaks about the impossibility of defeat. Yes. It's a piece that I had made when I came back. When he saw it, mm. he loved it. Mm. Then he said, this is actually yours. Mm. He brings up something that we had not actually mentioned. Mm. Is that uh, at one time when we were protesting, uh, you know, there when they were starving us, mm-hmm. A, a warder pushed me against the the, uh, the bars, mm. and then I bruised, you know, my arm, mm. and there was blood. I've mm. uh, been on it, mm. and because I was in pain, and he was so happy, I took that blood of mine and went to the wall, and I wrote, uh, I, I wrote a poem about brutality on, on the wall of of the prison. That's what uh, you know, Tuguza. Is either uh, referring referring to? Have you been back to those cells? No, I haven't been. Hmm. I have had enough of uh, a closed, you know, you know, spaces. I haven't been back, hmm. uh, uh, you know, there. Because you and others left their mark there. You know, there were other people who you were told who had left their mark also in those. Cells yeah, but something well. was very terrible in hmm. the cell in yeah. which I was. Yes. At the corner, there was a, a, a temple mm. uh, that was, uh, you know, made there. It was almost in relief. Mm. I kept on looking at that temple. That was just one thing I could see. Mm. 
because I could see nothing else. Mm. That's the only thing I could see. Mm. Until one night at about half past 11, a warder came to me and said, do you see that temple there? I said, yeah, I see it. He said, have you smelled it? Oh, no. He says, you know how they used to make that? And the person that did that was executed the same day with his two sons for committing ritual murder. Now, it's 1.30 in the morning, you're in the room, they're reminding you of uh, people who had killed other people for medicinal, uh, you know, purposes, and you are just in there as part of that thing to... And that, that yeah, was... Yeah, to rattle you. And that was feces. That's yes, that was feces. Yeah. Yeah, to, uh, I mean, to rattle... A, a, you to lose concentration of, of who you are mm. but then in the end you learn that uh, you cannot allow people to uh, penetrate your thinking to mm. penetrate your comfort mm. yeah we go back to your calls on 0891104207 malusi you're calling us from pretoria good afternoon hello malusi malusi okay we're going to take a quick break as well we try and get malusi on a better line Call Pimelo Mutine now. Thanks so much for staying with us. My uh, conversation this afternoon is with Professor Pikiti Gantuli. He's with me until three. It's a big conversation. And uh, we, we heard before we went to the break, um, your son called in. And yeah, he called in and reminded uh, yes, his father that... Uh, uh, you know, Steve Biko has died. So what I'm going to say this way is to just to assure my son that I'm still myself. I'm going to do something for him. When you think of Steve Biko and you think of Shakespeare, you say, friends, Africans, lend me your ears. I come to protest against Steve Biko's death, but not to praise him. The evils that men do leads after them. The good is not intact with their bones. So let it not be with Biko. For the noble Fervut has told you Biko was ambitious and, and vicious as Biko answered it. Here under leave of Foster and the rest, for Foster is an honorable man. So are they all, all honorable men. I speak not to disprove what Biko had said. I speak what I do know. You all loved him once and not without cause. What cause with all for you to protest against his death, O judgment? Thou art fled to the Fervutis beasts and men have lost their reason. Bear with me. My heart is in the coffin there with Biko. And I will not pause until he comes back to me. But yesterday the words of Biko might have stood against the world. Now lies he there, none so poor to deem reverence. Oh, Africans, if I were disposed to stare your hearts to mutiny and rage, I'll do foster wrong and declare wrong, who you all know are honorable men, but I'd rather choose to wrong myself and you than to wrong such honorable men. Under your pardon, we must not be side. We have tried the utmost of our friends. Our allegiance is brimful. Our cause is ripe. The enemy increases every day. We at the height are ready to decline. There is a tide in the affairs of men. Take it at the floods, lead on to fortune. Oh, pardon me, thou bleeding piece of earth. Thou art meek with these gentle butchers. Thou art the rings of the noblest men that ever lived in the tides of time. Woe to the hand that shed this costly blood over thy wounds. Now do I prophesy to op thy ruby leaves to beg the voice and utterance of my tongue. A curse shall light upon the limbs of time. Fierce strife shall come by all parts of Azania. Blared and destruction shall be of so in use and dreadful so objects so familiar that mothers will but smile when they behold their instant contact by the hands of war. All pity filled with truth of culture. That's it. Hmm. Steve Biko. We'll be back with more with Professor Peter Gantuli. May you rest in peace.
at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. We continue with that call, 891 We are in conversation with Professor Pitikan Tuli, and uh, we'll be together until 3. Malusi, you bet, you're back on a better line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We appreciate you all being on on air on this day, mm-hmm. and uh, that in itself is a salutation, a proper salutation to what you are stood for, because of all the humanity that you you advance through your arts mm-hmm. and your intellect. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you very much for your words of encouragement. Thanks, Malusi. Thanks very much. You know, he's talking about your intellect. You don't refer much to your intellect, but you you arrived in the UK and that intellect of yours served you well. The, <laughs> the intellect of yours served you well. The, the English language served you well. You, you weren't just a great Englishman in South Africa and in Africa. You became a great speaker of English um, philosophies and all kinds of theories in their own language, in their own country, dons were looking down upon you because you were shunning them. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I love. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, I love. Uh, 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 in, uh, you know, languages, yes. uh, right? Who am I? So, I mean, I learned English. Yes. Uh, when I got to England, I said, well, let me understand what these people are saying. Let me understand the nuances of what they are saying. If I am to survive, I've got to know uh, their, their history better than they do. I've got to know their poetry mm-hmm. uh, better than this to annoy them. And you uh, did? Yeah, yeah, to annoy them. And, and you did? Uh, and, and, and I did. <laughs> I mean, there's a funny story about how well, at some point there was a debate and you really did. I mean, you, you, you just kind of showed off. And at the end of all that, they said what? I know this professor, you know, uh, in each time I, I was talking, I would quote an English poet <laughs> and quote this one. And I could look at him. He was very, 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 very annoyed. <laughs> and then when we finished conversation, he stood up. He said, oh, quite a very brilliant way of arguing. Oh, pity about the socks. <laughs> and, uh, so I didn't realize that one of my socks was navy blue and another one was black. Uh, but an, uh, 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 an English don, uh, an, an English don saw, you know, saw that. And then in the evening, when we were celebrating after the conference, uh, after the conference, and you were a little bit drunk, yes. he would say, uh, where is Pikita? Pikita, wherever you are, smile so that I can see your teeth. You are speaking about my blackness. Oh, but at least we became friends. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> Let's go to the calls one more time. 0891 Kubega, you're calling us from KZN. Hi. Yes, yes. Mama. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not kind of quite sure whether Bakbega. He's saying he he's been referenced to Swaziland. Yes, yeah. I mean, what what happens is that uh, Bakbega they are part of the Nguni people, right? Mm-hmm. The Nguni are considered of four sections. Yes, um, Nguni the first had four sons. Mm. One was Posa, the other one was Luzumane, mm. who later became Zulu. One was Swazi and one was uh, was Mdebele. So when they spread, then some of the Kubeka stayed in Swaziland and others went over to Wazulu Natal. Mm. You have some that we are going to find, say, maybe in the the uh, uh, in the Eastern Cape, mm. uh, you know, in it. These are all part of the the, the, the Nguni, uh, uh, you know, people, mm. and. Uh, I just forget exactly what the praise songs of uh, uh, the the, uh, uh, the 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 Kubergas are. Maybe you can tell me. Unkatide undolwane kamakhunga kambende bomvu kanye nezinyawo zayo. Eh? Masobote owasobotela indlubu namakhasi. Is that who, is that who you are? Kubega He's gone. We've lost him, but we'll try and get him on a better line. Yeah. And as we do that, we'll uh, take your calls as well on 0891-104-207. You're listening to Pimelo Mutini on SAFM. Thanks very much for staying with us. We are in conversation with Professor Bitiganduli, and uh, we are doing this all the way until three. Prof, th- you know, we, we started on a journey of tracing the heritage of the Nubes. Somebody called and asked. Yes. Can you elaborate a little bit more? You, you said you've got some more insights. Yeah. Uh, so the Nubes, many of them are the ones that left with Mzilagazi to end up in Matebele uh, land mm. in, uh, in, 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 in Zimbabwe. Mm. Uh, then they are called Mziligazi, Onshansi, Onkabatele, Oakabatele, Onkataka, Ingenenjini, Aigenkubo, Izinkaba, Zabantwana, Zibi Zendela, Zikali Zomkonto, Kambule, Mlojwa, Mpangazita, Omkomo, Ziluaka. Hmm. He's, he's, he's just responded. In fact, you're spot on. He's hmm. spot on. He's just asking if there's any way he could in South Africa. He knows he's from Zimbabwe and so on. But we'll, we'll try and see if we can't connect the two in a way that is yeah. going to so satisfy him. So if you can him. connect it with that, I can supply him with uh, the information. The James, you're calling us from Nelspreet. Good afternoon, James. Hello, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for calling. I'm good. I'm really quite impressed by the professor. While I'm sitting here, like from my light break, I had to sit like the whole 10 minutes <laughs> listening to him. And he just <laughs> had to take me back to the roots. Like, um, I feel like I belong somewhere. Like, hmm. I always had that thing when I was growing up and didn't know and all that. And when I started to grow to learn my, I had to learn my roots and all that. Oh, that's and me connect, and me connecting to the professor right now. Mm. I feel like he's inspiring more, me to do more. Oh, 
Prof, you want to respond to that? I mean, that's quite a wonderful comment there. Yeah, it's a very wonderful comment. Mjeje. Mzatini. Mzatigwe, mzatibinagwe. Mjeje. Msindazwe. Mfuzu wa manje, abanye bifuya izingomo. Eh? Singapaka ni bagango mani ni nangit. Yo. He's gone. I've got all his is gone. He's gone. He's gone. There is just such an outpouring of love and the appreciation that people are showing in the fact that you have made it your business to remember us and who we are and our con- connectivity to the soil of this country and to the continent. Mm-hmm. Um, does it concern you that there are too few of people like you? Yeah, I mean, there are very few people like me, but those people are not actually being wanted. But what we should really remember is that anything that speaks very seriously about indigenous, uh, you know, Africa, mm-hmm. uh, or, 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 or pan-Africanism, not even party political, yes. generally, yes. Uh, is disdained. Sobukwe was arrested and was sentenced, uh, you know, to uh, to three years, but ultimately it was almost life imprisonment. Yes. Isolated from everybody else, even if we brought food for them, uh, we brought food for him, I could not actually see him. In fact, he was the only person ever recorded as the only political prisoner. Everybody else yeah. was charged with everything. Yes, was only yeah. political prisoner in this country. Yeah. With Steve Biko there to kill him, mm-hmm. right? Uh, with uh, um, Tuping there to organize the. Uh, the the, the 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 trial in a place where nobody uh, else could reach. Mm. Even today, there are still some uh, pan-Africanist uh, uh, guerrillas that are still in, in prison, despite all the amnesty that everybody else, uh, you know, has been uh, uh, you know going. Mm. And if I told an Africanist, when I wake up, uh, uh, in, uh, uh, you know, last week, and I'm told that all the studio artwork that you are actually doing with all of these people we are no longer going to get any funding uh, actually from him it doesn't actually surprise me it doesn't uh, it, it doesn't actually surprise really? me uh, you know anymore because we have become so anti-black so anti-us so anti uh, you know you know you know indigenous hmm. the reaction uh, why this outpouring uh, of love and hope there are quite a few of us that mm. uh, are around in here who are just saying we are not going to be depressed, you mm. know, by people who are depressed about themselves, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm. And, and that we are not going to be lamenting. Let them keep their monies, let them keep their anything. At least my wife and I have agreed that uh, we, are, we are selling our house. I'm amazed you're not depressed by that. Eh? But I'm, I'm amazed you're saying that doesn't depress you when you know it does. You did, you know, and surprise you. Even. Yeah, no, you you reach a you reach a point where you say. Why do you think it is the way it is? You see, what happened is that we are colonized, we mm. decolonized, but coloniality, that's template of uh, oppression and repression, is it? Mm-hmm. Many of, the, of our people are here, many of them in, the, in, in, in parliament as well as in government, mm. they are white in their minds. They are thoroughly white. Their perspective is white. They may not actually even know. Their terms of reference uh, are there. I love li- English literature. I write it and I can pronounce it anywhere else, but my essential self of an indigenous African uh, <laughs> uh, in a person. Mm-hmm. So if I allow you know, people who cannot uh, advance and know where they come from and it depresses me, they win. Mm. So right now we decided that we have put uh, uh, our house 
uh, on, uh, on on sale just to raise the money to keep our studio going for a period of time. You know, once you start working with young people and you see how happy they are and how creative they want to be, to think that you can just pack that thing, uh, you know, drop it and leave it. So That's not what I fought for the, for all of this. So the, yes. curr- the current status quo is that you will not be funded anymore. You've been uh, mentoring young people in your studio. How many are those? Yo, 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 yo. You know what happened is that on average we had about 70 young uh, people that uh, we, we do. People have never seen art. We have never seen art. They'll come from Mukopane, from uh, Bromo Spray, from the Fal, uh, to come for the first time to come and think creatively. And so what we are saying is that as a result of this rejection to fund you anymore, that studio in, in Alex is supposed to be shutting down. Yeah, no, it's supposed to be shutting down. So we are waiting for some bit of transfer from the, from the sale, at least to keep it... Uh, uh, you know, to keep it going, uh, to keep it going. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. It upsets me. It does. Uh, it but does uh, yeah. uh, but we shall just let it uh, ride and say that there are so many positive things that uh, we have as African people, and it is that that we want to bring uh, over rather than sitting down and lament. Having said that, I don't think it's important for us to gloss over stuff that is wrong. Yeah. We, we need to call out what is wrong, and we cannot. We cannot sit back and say we didn't know. Yeah, because we know, we know that your studio is about to shut down because nobody's willing to fund you, and some children will be on the streets. People, do you know what happens right now? Is you are looking at me. I'm almost in tears. I can see that. But I, uh, uh, you, what can I get you that? tissues after this? Because <laughs> I think I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be fired. We've run out of time. Papa. Yeah. Wait, so next door to us, we have got a crash. Hmm. Six of the children from the crash came into the, uh, you know, to the studio. The teacher told them that the place is going to shut uh, to down. Shut, uh, to, to shut down. When they spoke to the teacher, they came in there to uh, to hug me mm-hmm. uh, and to say, "Can we come back again?" Mm-hmm. That's why I would feel very emotional about it. But let's not let it uh, you know, depress us. We are going to get forward and to. Uh, to do with the artists are prepared to sell uh, to donate works of art uh, you know to us Melrose Gallery is prepared to hold an an auction of those things in order to help us uh, in in, in to continue that my dear friends is Professor Pitigantulu that available that conversation will be available as a podcast it's three o'clock we are a little bit late let's go to Utsi Lesaku with the very latest in news